0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: We're back on Deshaun Watson, and many of us are not good at discussing the very serious conversation and issues surrounding sexual assault and how to handle them correctly. And most of us are definitely not good at handling anything that involves judges and rulings and legal terms. So this the perfect time to welcome in Michael McCann, one of the best in the business that breaks down sports legal issues for us, writing now at Sportico. Follow him on Twitter at McCann Sports Law. Michael, it is Andrew. As always, thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it.
2: You got it, Andrew. Thanks for having me on.
1: So, I mean, I, let me start with what might be a, a dumb question, a very broad question, but reading it in your mind yesterday, how is there an overall grade assessment that comes to mind with the
2: job that Sue Robinson did? I thought she did a very good job in terms of explaining her reasoning, and she found clearly that Watson engaged in conduct detrimental. She was very critical. She said that he acted in a predatory way, egregious. There are all sorts of words that showed she agreed with the NFL, but as she pointed out, the the NFL's reasoning for its punishment didn't seem backed up by previous cases or by what CBA says or other league documents. So I thought she did a good job of explaining, in essence, I agree with you, NFL, that what he did was awful, but I don't understand where you're coming up with a request that he be suspended a year plus an indefinite period. There's no rhyme or reason for that based on prior cases or what documents say. So I think she, she sort of crafted that line pretty well. Obviously, people are very critical of the ruling because it seems like he's being punished too lightly but in terms of her job I thought she did a good job.
1: See I mean I, I I don't know if critical is the right word for me but as I sat down last night and started to read her ruling it sounds like she's ready to send Deshaun Watson away for a really long time and then she makes that turn on the precedent issue and also deeming this non-violent Did you do you agree it sounds like you do with that that turn in her thinking where yeah, he did some bad things, but there's only so much I can do here?
2: Yeah, so, I mean, commonsensically, it doesn't seem that that's right. But on the other hand, she's going by how the league has used that phrase. And she's not really trying to reinterpret it in a way that goes outside the scope of how the league has been using that phrase or the union has been using it. So, uh, and and I think that that puts her in a tough spot where, she's really bound to basically apply the rules, right? I mean, that's what a judge should do, not sort of reinvent the rules or create new rules, but apply apply the rules that are there and apply how words have been defined. So, uh, I think in that regard she did a, a very good job, but but it doesn't it, you know, the public doesn't necessarily uh sort of view the world that way. And I think that's always a, a challenge for a judge is When they're applying the rules, they're not trying to make up new rules or trying to apply rules. Sometimes it leads to outcomes that seem wrong or unfair, but it's really the job of the judge, or in this case, the judge serving as an arbitrator, to abide by the rules that she's been given.
1: Michael, the distinction that she makes, you know, deeming this non-violent, obviously I I think that there is a non-legal way to assess that in terms of what is and what is not, violence in these certain situations but from a from a legal perspective that is an important delineation for her to have made.
2: Yeah, it does because it, it it she wrote it meant that she didn't even have to suspend him 6 games. She noted it could be less than that. She was under no obligation to suspend him 6 games, but even if it was violent, it's not clear that she would have gone above 6 games because she noted that there's the issue of this he's a first-time offender in the sense that he hasn't been punished before. So it's significant, but I'm not sure it even would have led to a different ruling.
1: Can you walk me through also her point about the NFL had to give the PA fair notice about upping punishments for things like this? Because my very novice reaction to that was, you know, this is not, there's no gray area on his on this type of behavior in general. It's not like something came about where, you know, like, I, I know this is a good comparison or not, but I was thinking more along the lines of, baseball and pitchers using a sticky substance. Like all of a sudden something was legal and now it's not. So now you can't punish him because things are different. Like Deshaun Watson shouldn't need a heads up that he shouldn't behave like this. But why did this fair notice argument come into play here?
2: So I think the fair notice argument comes into play in terms of the punishment. Okay. That, right. So she, she found him, he, he erred and he, he, he committed conduct detrimental but the notice argument is that if you're going to if you're going to hold if you're going to punish someone the, before the person commits the wrongful act, they need to know what the punishment is, that it can't suddenly increase fivefold uh, after the fact that that's the retroactive concern, that if if you and I are doing something wrong and, and we know that the crime carries a 10 year prison sentence, if suddenly the judge says, well, you guys are really bad people, we're going to send you to life. That's un- that. That's not allowed in the U.S. It's sort of it's a retroactive application of a punishment, and it's not normally allowed in arbitration either.
1: Michael McCann at McCann Sports Law covers all sports legal issues at Sportico with us here this morning on CBS Sports Radio. Um, as I think most people know by now, the NFL did not bring all of the women and all of these allegations in front of Sue and They kind of streamlined things into four specific women and their accusations. Is that the normal procedure in something like this? And do you think it was the right way to go about things from the NFL perspective?
2: Yeah. yeah. There's no normal procedure here because we've never seen this before. We've never seen a player. Right. right? So this is, this is kind of like literally a make it up as you go. Uh, I I think it made sense in the sense that they went with the cases that they thought were, were the strongest in terms of corroborating evidence that there were text messages and other materials that distinguished those cases from the others. So it, to me, it makes sense to streamline it because the challenge of doing 24 cases is that, uh, A, it can, it can seem repetitive, and some of them may not be as strong as others. And it allows Watson's lawyers to say, well, aha, uh-huh. if this isn't the strongest case, then why should you believe the others?
1: Do you think the NFL should appeal this decision, Michael?
2: Yeah, that's the million-dollar question. I, I think they— probably will but I'm like 60 40 on it I, I'm not convinced they're gonna do it as I would be in any other player matter and the reason why I say that is that it's risky for the NFL it's risky because they have to explain how a pretty you know a pretty uh, reasonable in terms of logic ruling by judge Robinson is wrong and you know this is different from other cases where Goodell is the Sort of, uh, you know, what he finds facts, he issues a punishment, he hears appeals. Now it's now there's some new person in the story that wrote, I think, a pretty logical and persuasive decision. Whether people agree with it or not, that can be debated, but it's not it's not easy to rebut. So the NFL, if they want to elevate the punishment, which I assume they do, they can do that. But then Watson's going to sue, and it's going to go to a federal court and you know, this is different from Brady. This is different from Ezekiel Elliott. This is different from Adrian Peterson because there was no Judge Robinson in those stories. So I think the league has a tough, tough choice.
1: What would be their best argument to base an appeal on?
2: I think they're going to argue that that the commissioner has broad discretion in issuing punishments, that there's nothing in the collective bargaining agreement that prevents the commissioner from... Assigning a punishment of a year plus an indefinite period, that uh, Judge Robinson is sort of creating a constraint that isn't in the wording. That's what I would argue if I were them.
1: Michael, I'm, I'm I'm sure you've tackled this topic before, but or maybe just in your head, is there if you could construct a system for the NFL that would work better than what they used to have, maybe better than this one? Like, what in your mind? What's kind of the utopian? structure for this type of situation where we can actually, you know, you can defend yourself, the Lee can prosecute you, so to speak, and then we get to some kind of fair, balanced, third-party independent decision. What what tweaks might you make to a system like this to maybe take away some of the angst people have been feeling since yesterday?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the system is designed pretty pretty well in the sense that it has a neutral person at the start. I think the problem maybe is just the rules, that the rules aren't set up for a Deshaun Watson situation, and it put the judge in a tough spot to apply a set of rules where she clearly believes that he engaged in wrongful conduct, but she can't sort of create a new punishment scheme. I think it would benefit the NFL and the Players Association to think about how to how to prevent something like this in terms of a punishment that most of the public. I, I mean, I, I can't, you know, I don't have a public opinion poll, but my sense is that. Most people believe that Watson is not being punished as as sternly as he should. Uh, there are other possibilities. You know, the NBA has a system where there's an appeal process if the punishment is more than 12 games, but not before, not lower than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are different ways of doing it, which I think the, the NHL,
1: NHL does,
2: right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, so, leagues have other systems that might be better. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily a bad system per se. I think it's the rules that are set up where there's a lot of ambiguity about what a punishment should be.
1: I did see people say that this system might end up favoring the PA based on this decision yesterday. Is that a fair assessment or is that too quick to read anything into the overall kind of process that, that we're now in with the NFL?
2: You know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know because we've never seen a Deshaun Watson situation before. It's just, I'm not sure this is sort of, this is not necessarily a repeat situation where the fact that he got six games is necessarily relevant for other players i mean hopefully we never see another player facing these sorts of accusations these multiple accusations uh, what more more than two dozen at one point i i don't know if this is one of these it's so ex- extraordinarily bad that we might not see it again but i think to the extent the league believes that multiple accusations should merit uh, multiple or sort of longer suspensions that the ruling by judge robinson doesn't doesn't help the nfl in that regard so in that respect it might constrain the nfl but again i don't you know we we haven't seen this before so yeah if, if, it's been this nfl's been around a long time and uh i'm not sure this is like a repeat scenario for the league
1: michael last thing just just to sum up and Forgive me in advance for putting words in your mouth, but it, it sounds like you might have landed in a similar spot as Sue Robinson if you were in charge of this hearing. Is that, is that fair?
2: So, well, you know, going into it, I thought, she would, I thought it would be an 8 or 10-game suspension, to be perfectly honest with you. Okay. I didn't think she was going to get a year because I thought there were multiple accusations and that there should be some reflection of that, that it should be longer than what other players have faced. But after reading her opinion and sort of the logic of it, I thought, well, it makes sense what she wrote. So I might not have landed in the same spot because I was thinking about it differently going into it, but uh, clearly she thought through it in a way that, uh, to me, is logical, even if the outcome doesn't seem right.
1: Michael, thanks for all of this. We needed the help, so we certainly appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure.
2: You got it. Thanks, Andrew.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.